everyone. Welcome to episode 179 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are keeping it simple. And I don't know, I guess, you know, of course with the new year and everything, we can't be having beer anymore. <laughs> yep. Uh, so we're kind of trying to get back on track <clears throat> with with our fitness goals. We got a cruise coming up. And so... We decided to just have whiskey neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Christmas, I was given by my mom uh, two bottles of really, really good bourbon um, from Kentucky. So what we're drinking today is the Basil Hayden uh, straight bourbon small batch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. It's so good. really good. <clears throat> it is, yeah, it's freaking delicious. Yeah, yeah. I guess Super like smooth. I've never been to Kentucky um seth has and that's it's definitely a state that i want to go to (laughs) you know this is jim beam i know Mm -hmm. i know um and i want to go to kentucky well we both want to go together and go to some of the distilleries and stuff out there and and the basil hayden's hard to find here yeah Uh uh-huh um so yeah we got two bottles of it this one and then probably next week we'll be drinking the dark rye yeah yeah it's good though but this yeah super smooth mm-hmm. delish yes very so this week we are going to be talking about how your decisions can negatively impact your impact your relationship mm-hmm. i think that i mean you guys all know that of course like we feel that your relationship needs to be number one priority yep um so yeah but before we get started with that we have our dumbass post of the week where did this one come from uh you just found it? it was on yeah somebody posted it somebody else posted uh-huh. it yeah. thank you facebook how is it that you can oh here i'm sorry let me start over how is it that you can sue walmart if you fall mcdonald's if you get fat but not budweiser for all the ugly people you slept with <laughs> my thought my thought was uh your first mistake is you drank budweiser (laughs) yeah well and you're probably sleeping with the people that are going to mcdonald's and walmart yeah yeah i know i know i mean yeah (laughs) yeah i guess on a regular basis or whatever (laughs) if if they're fat from from if they're fat from mcdonald's Mm -hmm. and they're having a buzz around a scooter in walmart because they can't walk and because they'll fall down <laughs> that's I'm, I'm sure we're comfortable blaming all that on budweiser <laughs> right yeah. i know yeah i was like oh man like this is this is a whole bunch of shit you know people shit beer and probably don't sleep with good looking people anyway <laughs> <laughs> shit beer shit people like mm. i mean what a life yeah jeez. <laughs> uh so yeah i mean it wasn't necessarily like super relationship related dumbass Mm -hmm. post of the week but i thought it was kind of (laughs) funny especially because last week we talked about uh how the beer snob stuff yeah we're beer snobs and all Mm -hmm. that so um like i said we're gonna be talking about how your decisions are or can negatively impact your relationship and i don't know i think that like it's so crazy because we talk about we talk about this all the time mm-hmm. and there 
<clears throat> there's so many little things that someone can do that can can really just hurt their relationship and they don't e- you don't even realize how simple these things can be but how much of an impact, a negative impact it can have on your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think it, it ends up, (laughs) there are things that people do that are a blatant bad decision that I think they probably balance it out. And they're like, you know, there's a 50, 50 chance. My partner's going to get mad about this. And I'd rather ask for forgiveness and permission because I really want to fill in the blank, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, and those those are more obvious. But then I think there's other ones that are more either the social norm in 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 you know in in obviously society that we deal with. Um, it's the things that we tend to talk against mm-hmm. that we're like, no, this is not helping mm-hmm. your relationship. And and once again, to understand it or support it or even look at it through the right type of lenses, you have to subscribe to the fact that your marriage and your relationship is the number one priority. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe that, if, if you if you don't prioritize correctly, if, if you know, having a good time with friends is more important, if spending time with other families is more important, if, if, you know, doing things with your kids away from your partner is more important, if your job is more important, if all these things that you've reprioritized above your relationship, then you're really going to have a problem with what we say. Mm-hmm. But if you subscribe to the fact that to have a good, healthy, high-functioning, sexually fulfilling relationship, that your marriage and your relationship must come above everything else, you probably don't do these things anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, so, <clears throat> I don't know. It's like, we, I think that there's like some obvious things that, mm-hmm that people do and a lot of people do especially like nowadays and like the going on girls night mm-hmm. or going to uh on girls night or guys night i mean those obviously are are, are kind of just hand me ones that of course no we believe that you should not do that but there's also little ones that you wouldn't necessarily think would like, why is that a big deal? Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking even like the, a simple going to brunch with girlfriends, mm-hmm. just regular <laughs> girls, like women, I guess. And, and even ma- just, it, they don't even have to be single women. Right. They could be married. And, the the conversations that that women have whether it is complaining about their partner mm-hmm. cheating on their partner um i don't know i'm trying to think what else uh i don't know showing pictures of of men that they find attractive mm-hmm. and stuff like that like it all can negatively affect your marriage and I don't know. And it may, people may be thinking like, okay, come on. Like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why? Right. Why Why would that negatively affect your marriage? Mm-hmm. And... <clears throat> I, I think that 
I think you're right. I think people would be like, what are you saying? That's just girl talk. Mm -hmm. Is there, there's nothing wrong with that. If your husband was there, Mm -hmm. would you have the same conversations? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is no, that's kind of a good sign. Mm -hmm. And that goes both ways. You know? Yeah. When guys are, you know, guys that are, you know, we've talked on here about how, you know, you... You know, we don't believe that you should be fantasizing about celebrities or strangers. I mean, we did a whole episode about the celebrity sex list mm-hmm. thing and how damaging that that can be mm-hmm. um, and how inappropriate and how hurtful and, and how harmful that can be to a relationship to, you know, lust after, comment after, all those type of things that a lot of people, a good majority of people just dismiss because... They've either been told you're insecure if you don't like that, that you're too jealous if you have a problem with it, that that's just how people are, or you're ugly and you know that that would never happen in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that, you know, a good level set kind of barometer to those type of conversations are, is this, would you be saying this or acting this way or behaving this way around your partner? Mm -hmm. And and I think that applies to a lot of different scenarios. Um, But even something as, as simple and as perceived innocent as that can have a negative impact on on a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I think that you do have to look at things through how is this going to help or hurt my relationship? and Or is it a moot point? And you re- need to really be sure that it's a moot point, that it doesn't help nor hurt, mm-hmm. and that it is truly okay. But mm-hmm. why would it help or hurt you have to be able to identify that and i don't really know i'm kind of struggling with really what would kind of be a moot point i mean obviously it's not a control thing where you don't want to put yourself in a corner where someone's like well if you do that then everything if i go to walmart without my partner if i go pick up groceries without my partner that could negatively impact my relationship because i could get hit by a car and die (laughs) or you know and it's not about that right it's not about these these percentages that are so outlandish that you're not capable of functioning away from your partner in any way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. But you need to know really what your, I I guess, I don't know if I'd say your boundaries with your partner or um, the level of respect or disrespect that anything like that could impose on your partner Mm -hmm. or the relationship. And, And I think a lot of it is just really being emotionally connected to the point that, you're not going to do anything that would hurt your partner in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And, or put yourself in a position that would hurt your partner. And, and I think that a lot of times people think that these these conversations and these these girl times and stuff like this are innocent. They're like, this is for our ears. It's it's the same thing as as guy locker room talk. We're able to do this. The problem that happens is a lot of the times the stuff that's said in these, especially with women, most women don't hear what men say behind closed doors. But for some reason, men tend to, through just some way, shape, or form, find out what was said at these other, you know, functions, events, brunches, lunches, get-togethers, or whatever. Something comes out. The wife typically comes home and she spills the beans about what somebody else said or what somebody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe it's couple friends and the girls are off having their own conversation. They go and, and you know, go to dinner together. And then the next social event, one of them brings up something that was said. Um, 
it, because people aren't aware of what other couples' boundaries are. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I've shared the story on here before where in my last marriage, I, we were both very young. I think Seth was literally a baby, uh, but I was working a graveyard shift, and I got off at uh, around, I say graveyard, it was kind of the swing shift. We got off around 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, depending on how much work we had to do, and we would go to this bar right outside a base called the, it was called the flight line. I don't even know if it's there anymore. Um, but we would go to the flight line and they would let us stay there. They'd lock doors, let us drink all night. Mm-hmm. I never hid that from my ex. I never said, Hey, we, yeah. I didn't know one of my really good friends wasn't telling his wife mm. what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And my ex-wife over the phone with his wife, they were just casually conversing mm-hmm. and she was saying something about how late everybody's being at home and, and my ex was like well yeah they've been you know they've been well we've been asleep all night they've been you know kicking back some pictures at the flight line mm-hmm. and she was like what what are you talking about no they've been slammed with maintenance and all oh this. my and gosh then my ex realized oh shoot she he was lying to her mm-hmm. and it ended up causing this huge fight but those are the things that stuff kind of casually comes up because people don't know what other people are telling. Mm-hmm. In every circle, there's usually a couple who share everything with each other, and there's a couple that share very little with each other. I know. And it's always entertaining when stuff kind of spills out <laughs> organically. It's not like anybody's trying to get anybody Right, in yeah, exactly. But that's what tends to happen with these is, um, you know, I, I, and I'm, I'm trying to even, I'm trying to think of like just a, a completely organic example of something like that where you know um somebody's like oh look at this did you see that new movie coming out with with uh you know so jason momoa and and the girl looks at you know somebody's wife and is like like i bet you're gonna go see that because he looks just like that that guy you hooked up with in cabo Mm -hmm. you know your senior year that you were telling us about and the husband's like what are you talking about yeah and so anything, from a man's <laughs> perspective, anything that emasculates him or disrespects him in his perception is harmful to the relationship. It's harmful to him. And, and it's a lot. I think it's very hard a lot of times for women to understand it because they don't have the same reaction to those things. Mm-hmm. I think that some women do have a reaction of, of jealousy or uh, insecurities or whatever it is, but... <laughs> I, I don't like saying this a lot, but I, I do whenever it applies. It's a different feeling for a man. Mm-hmm. And that sounds completely biased <laughs> and sexist because yeah. I'm not a woman, so I don't know how they feel. Right. But I do know when I see even even something extreme, like when you see like the girl say, oh my gosh, yes, my, my husband cheated on me. I don't ever look at her like she's a fool or like, well, she must not have been pleasing her man, mm-hmm. or she's not woman enough to keep a man, or um, any of that stuff. But when you see that with a guy, I don't know how women view this, but men, when a guy is like, oh, yeah, my wife cheated on me, that's immediately what you think. Mm-hmm. Well, you got punked out. Yeah. You're a punk bitch. Uh-huh. You, know, you weren't giving it to her. You're not man enough. And so there, there's a more negative kind con- of, and I, I think we've said it on here before, that's why men are a lot more... Um, reserved about 
either giving the details of their divorce or talking about a breakup or admitting that their partner cheated, women will gladly say first thing, that son of a bitch cheated on me. Mm-hmm. Men do not do that. Mm-mm. Men don't immediately get divorced or separate and say, well, yeah, we're separated because she cheated on me because they are embarrassed. Women don't seem to typically be as embarrassed as men. Yeah. And so that's the same thing I'm kind of saying about this emasculating type of feeling and this disrespectful type of feeling and this, um, you know, looking like a punk, looking like a fool. I mean, it's it's like the whole thing, like, like, like even like we all know what Jada Smith has done to Will Smith. Yeah. Will Smith looks like the biggest punk ass bitch on the planet. I know. Because we all know that she was off sleeping with other dudes that he knew that her son was friends with. He looks like a punk. Yeah. And, and so... God, uh, no man ever wants to feel that way, Mm-mm. ever. Yeah. And so those are some of the things that can result in things that are perceived on the surface as just fun, innocent, nothing. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, and, and it could be, you know, like somebody could just bring up something just so simple at a party, like you said, and then like they may not react there mm-hmm. at the party, but then afterwards, when they go home and all that, it's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. What is going on? Do you realize that because you told all of them whatever story that you did mm-hmm. at your girl's night out or painting soiree or whatever, like, because you told them your past you and they brought it up, now I look like an idiot. Well, and now the dude knows that... All those wives probably told their husbands. Yeah, I know. And that's where the shame comes in for the man. Uh-huh. Men don't really feel embarrassed or ashamed in front of women. Mm-hmm. It's other men. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's funny. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I, and I, I think it's kind of a hard concept for for women to really understand uh-huh. what that's like. Um, but, I mean, that that's kind of, that's how the guys react to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And, I, and I'm one of those, you know... Those uh, very attentive, I hear things in conversations, like even when people are saying things, not really under their breath, but it's not meant for everybody there to hear. Mm -hmm. I hear stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, did you hear that? Did you hear what she was saying about Mm -hmm. him? And like, wasn't to me. And it's not like I'm eavesdropping. I just pick it up. Yeah. And I think that that's how people end up telling each other. And it just, somebody ends up looking like a fool that got played. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think like of other other types of uh, scenarios and stuff, though. Like, I don't know. It's uh, it's m- making the decision to not go uh, out to drink, uh, you mm-hmm. know, after work because you don't know what's going to happen after work. You I, don't know. Yeah. You don't know. Who's going to be there? Mm-hmm. You don't know. I mean, you can say all day, oh, it's just going to be whoever, you know, guys or girls, whatever. Yeah. Like, but when you get there and then there's, you know, a, a single friend of yours that you knew in high school or something that mm-hmm. shows up and he brings some dudes o- or some girls over and all this. And then all of a sudden your your wife's friend shows up and sees you guys hanging out with all of those girls like mm-hmm. what what do you think she's gonna say yeah <laughs> well and 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 i think that 
it's a small world. Mm-hmm. And I, I came back when I was in my last relationship. I came back to Oklahoma for something. Um, and I think I was by myself. I think it was when my, my dad flipped the tractor and got hurt. But anyway, I ended up meeting up with one friend. And the intent was not we were going to go out and have drinks. The intent was we're just going to catch up, have a, you know, have a meal, talk, mm-hmm. you know, probably have a beer or something while we eat. Mm-hmm. But there was nothing like, oh, let's go out. This ended up turning into a <laughs> bar hopping club event. I wasn't driving. I didn't have a car. And I got driven from skipping the restaurant completely. To this bar, to this club, to this club, to this bar, to some girl's apartment, to some other girl's apartment, all night until like four or five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And what was meant for me to just see one person, we ended up going to this one place, and it was like a mini freaking high school reunion. There was people, these girls that we went to high school with. There was girls like three grades behind us. There was girls from. You know, another school that we didn't even go to, but but I knew from and it was like what? It's a small world. How 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 did something like this happen? And once again, it started off in my mind, innocent enough. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, but those are the type of things that sometimes you aren't in complete control of. Mm-hmm. That you don't want to be the Debbie Downer. You don't want to be the party pooper. But I think a lot of these decisions are really. It, it it's a conscious decision, no matter how minimal the risk would be, that you're willing to take that risk for the sake of saving face, having a good time, connecting with someone, reconnecting someone, taking a break from the kids, taking a break from the husband, whatever your your motive is, the risk is worth whatever you think that potential reward is. But the risk is there. Mm-hmm. And and you hear stories like this all the time of, of the girl that's like, I don't ever go out with my girlfriends, ever. And we go to this one place I've never been into. We're there two minutes, and guess who walks in? My ex-fiance. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's a small world. You mm-hmm. don't know who's going to be where. And it, it really is being able to kind of do a root cause analysis before there's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. It's really like... Is this worth it? And, and I, I, I'm not trying to say you need to live your life in this paranoid state of where you don't socialize or converse or do anything. But if there's a chance that you could find yourself in a situation that's going to negatively impact your marriage or your relationship. I mean, I think about the stuff that's happened even when you and I are together. I mean, mm-hmm. even like one of my earliest memories is uh, when we went to the Lakers Celtics game for St. Paddy's. I, uh the Nuggets. Oh, Nuggets, I'm yeah. sorry. Nuggets Celtics game mm-hmm. for St. Pat. I've been uh-huh. watching the Shaq documentary, so I got the yeah, Lakers on yeah. um, If you had gone to that game with somebody else and sat with, with those guys oh, man, that yeah. were trying to buy us drinks and mm-hmm. hang out and all that, I mean, that would have been horrible. Mm-hmm. And and so you, you, you look at things like that, and you're like, geez, I'm glad I was there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times these little interactions, the partner, you know, may not find out about especially initially mm-hmm. and that's what what ends up happening later on is um you know and, and i know that even when i mean you and i were just a couple of months into dating and you had already had somebody's wedding coming up mm-hmm. that you were going to attend in vegas mm-hmm. and you guys ended up you went there with your parents mm-hmm. and your i think the only person didn't go was your sister right she mm-hmm. didn't go no yeah she didn't go it was a small group mm-hmm. of people that went 
and you guys happen to run into another um, family friend of the family family. I don't know how you yeah, say it. A friend, family, a friend of family, yeah. Mm-hmm. A family friend from a long time ago. That, that happened to be in Vegas, That happened too. to be there at the same time uh-huh. you guys were there. And you didn't lie about anything, but you didn't tell me you ran into him because the two guys were your age. Mm-hmm. And then it just gets blurted out. Yeah, at another like party. Like two months later yeah. uh-huh. at another party. And then you looked like you were hiding something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it was like, well, why do you tell me? He's like, you're like, well, well, nothing happened. I mean, I was there with my parents, but... And their parents were there, but I just you know, figured you would be irritated about it, or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, I know, and 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 it's like, like I don't know. And it wasn't your fault. No, that was the thing. It, it wasn't. wasn't like no, you weren't in control of that. Yeah, yeah, I know, and like because their parents were there, my parents were there, mm-hmm. like every and like it wasn't. I don't know, and, and I'm not. It it's like. Those types of things, though, I mean, it could have really negatively impacted our relationship. Mm-hmm. You could have been like, what the fuck? You know, like, why is she hiding shit from me? Right. And I don't know. It, it It's just like, I don't, I'm trying to think, like, just little things like that are stuff that you just shouldn't get yourself into yeah and you and it sucks because really at the time being like you don't you don't think about you it. don't think yeah. about it and you're you're just like well yeah of course yeah let's go i'll go to dinner with you and like and like you said you and innocent and innocently enough thought you're just going to dinner with mm-hmm. some friends and stuff and people do that all the time yeah and it's those little things, those little interactions, those little things that, and, and I know, like you said, you can't. I know you can't live your life like, like, scared of what's going to happen mm-hmm. or what could happen, but I think that it's always best when we are together. Yeah. Period. Right. And. It's not, we, we don't have anything to, to really necessarily worry about. Yeah. Because. Well, you'd think so. I know. (laughs) I know. And that's, that's kind of my point. Uh You think about the stuff that's happened when we've both been there from, Uh from the girl on the stripper pole running Uh up to me to, you know, you getting drugged to, you know people coming up to you and hitting on you and I I mean you think about the stuff that's happened while we've both been there and but think about if we weren't there and then you think about how bad it could have been mm-hmm. if we weren't there yeah you know and and I and I think that that's where it it really comes to the the risk reward but I also think that you you don't understand the importance of this until you've made the bad decisions or you've had those near misses I think once once you have those those near misses i mean it's like you know it's like everything in life that you tend to learn from the mistakes that were made i mean mm-hmm. we, we have seatbelt laws for a reason i mean people that's a lot yeah it's because you poured it all slow at first so it didn't set the oh. thing off you, you just poured yourself a triple shot of <laughs> Jeez, that's basil a lot. hayden you can dump some in mine if you okay want. yeah um 
but but you you have to kind of experience that. It's not something that your early twenty something mm-hmm. is going to just be like, oh yeah, they had a really good point. I'm not going to do that. You you have to fuck it up. Mm-hmm. You have to be stupid. You have to find yourself in those situations and realize for yourself, oh my gosh, why did I even do that? Why did I put myself in this position in the first place? Yeah, um, I know. And sometimes it's like. It's really scary to think about mm-hmm. whenever you do put yourself in that kind of situation and then really think about like, oh my gosh, how how much worse this could have been. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and you're right, you don't, people don't understand it until you have been yeah. there and, and lived it, I guess. And, and I think a lot of people dismiss these, uh, these close calls or these near misses that may happen as coincidental and what's the chance of that happening again? And, and they just don't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if we've, we've shared on it, but I know like when you and I were dating, you, you went out with another couple mm-hmm. for a drink mm-hmm. and you were like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, you got hit on someone approached you and you looked single. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, we had gone places around the same time together. Yeah. And I walk away for two minutes and someone hits on you mm-hmm. and vice versa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. So is it foolproof you when your partners are? No. No. It's not. It isn't. But at least there's a healthy resolve when someone's, when your partner's there. Mm-hmm. There's no, any kind of perception about somebody doing something in, uh, dishonest, someone trying to sneak around, someone having an ulterior motive or anything like that. And, and and I think that that's where, you know, as we just said, you, you don't understand that until you've put yourself, your partner, and your relationship through that. And unfortunately, it takes that accident to realize you got to put your seatbelt on. Mm-hmm. Um, most people are like, oh, you know, I drive this road all the time. I don't have my seatbelt on. There's, n- there's never any traffic here. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then some out-of-town driver that doesn't know where they're going cut you off, T-bones you, does something wrong. And that's how it is out in life. Yeah. Is you can be with the same people where nothing's happened. You feel safe. You feel like you're in a safe environment in the same bar, at the same club, with the same people, in the same town. And all it takes is that, you know, rogue driver that's going to plow through there and screw everything up. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that couples and people in relationships just need to be more proactive and aware of what is the potential for something to go wrong? Mm-hmm. And how would my partner feel about this? You know, and I, I know that, you know, the girls, they, they want to get dolled up. They want to get dressed up. They're all married. They want to go out and they want to dance and they don't want to take their husbands. They want to go out and they're like, we fend off all these guys all night trying mm-hmm. to hit on us. And they like are proud of that. I know. Like they don't understand and realize what, how bad that could have been mm-hmm. or or even that how i don't think your husband's being honest with you on how that makes him feel that's true some guys well that i'm just proud you know mm-hmm. I'm, yeah okay. I, I want people looking at my wife and knowing that you know she's hot well when you're not there motherfucker <laughs> yeah i don't really? know she's your wife yeah you idiot and i'm sure she's not doing anything to she's not whipping out her phone and being like look at my husband back off yeah she may do the little coy thing where she's like, I'm married. <laughs> but she's not making a definitive statement that says, fuck off. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I don't think guys realize that. Mm-mm. I mean. I know. Otherwise, they probably would be upset about yeah. it. 
Yeah. Well, and, and it, it always goes back to like people thinking that like they don't want to act jealous. Uh-huh. They don't want to express how they really feel about a bad situation that could occur because they're going to look controlling. Mm-hmm. They're going to look jealous. They're going to look like they that they're insecure. Yeah. And it's not that that at all. Mm-hmm. At all at all. It's it is and I don't know, I think that like once before I said, you know, like the guy could be looking out for her safety, but I don't know, it's so weird though because I know that what do you call it? Because I know that most people would say, "No, that is jealousy." Well, I think that even if a guy's like, "No, I'm not jealous. I'm concerned," uh-huh. it's going to get dismissed, mm-hmm. and the woman's being like, "No, you're not concerned. You're jealous." Mm-hmm. And I, this is where the difference of the sexes come in, because if she's like, "Well, you can go out and do all this stuff," and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not in danger of something like that happening," mm-hmm. you know, I, the man has to be the pursuer, yeah, for the most part. So if you trust that your husband isn't going to pursue another woman. There's really nothing to worry about. But I don't know about that. I no, mean, well, I, I mean, uh, like, a, like a safety concern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I mean. Not, yeah. not. I mean, yeah. But uh, I think that for women, you know, even if you're like, no, I'm married. Get mm-hmm. away from me. If that person is aggressive, if that person is, you know, mentally unstable, if that person is, you know does not care about your boundaries mm-hmm. most women aren't going to be able to stop him and i'm mm-hmm. not saying that it has to lead to kidnapping and sex trafficking and rape in the parking lot but it could lead to a very uncomfortable situation mm-hmm. in a public place yeah. where you're left very vulnerable mm-hmm. because your girlfriends are too drunk to do anything to help you yeah um i mean you hear stories all the time about how you know girlfriends go out in a group and one of them lets one of them stray off with a total stranger yeah I good know. looking out yeah right you know? I know. I know. Yeah, really, though. Mm-hmm. You're like, what the fuck? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I had, did I ever tell you the story about the, 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 this couple I knew, I knew several couples in, in Jacksonville where we had this, there was this nightclub called Shades, I think was the name of it. Um, but anyway, a group of the wives, my, my ex was not involved in this, but a group of the wives all went out for one night and, one of the girls who was married with two kids banged a police a cop in his cop car out in front of the in front of the bar mm-hmm. in front of the club and this was a you know early 20s dance club mm-hmm. they were a little too old to be there these these girls were 30 uh, uh-huh. they were a little too old for the crowd that frequent this place but, but they the, were but they were like wanting to get that attention yeah get uh-huh. that attention and one of the cops that was there just because it was it could get a, it was a pretty violent play. That was a big red flag. You know, why would you even let your partner go there? There's yeah. nothing but fights and and drugs and fucking going on at that place. So you mm-hmm. shouldn't even be there in the first place. But they're like they're looking for one of the girls. Like, where is she at? What's going on? They can't find her. And one of the other cops is like, Oh, are you looking for, you know, the the five foot seven, you know, blonde girl? And they're like, Yeah. I'm like, Oh, he's she's with my partner, out in the car, and they're out there getting it on. In the cop car. Gee. Well, the, her husband's at home with the two kids playing. Oh my gosh. You know, Nintendo 64. Yeah. And, of course, one of the wives tells her husband, oh my gosh, you're not going to believe what she did tonight. And then everybody finds out. Yeah. 
And this, the funny thing was, was the husband was one of the dudes that openly joked about inappropriate stuff because he thought it was funny. Like, he was the one, like, when he wasn't in the same squadron or division as everybody else. And so, like, when, uh, like, he would go on travel, he'd be like, I better not get, I better not come home and catch you over at my house with my wife. Like, he had no clue she was cheating. Oh, my god. Like, he gosh. would make cracks like that. And everybody's like, huh, he has no idea. Oh he has my no gosh. idea. <laughs> and she awful. just, she played it off. And finally, somebody set him down. I was like, look, dude, your wife's a whore. She's banging this dude, that dude, this guy, this oh guy. Oh, my gosh. And they ended up getting divorced. But when you look at those situations, you have to look in the environment you're going to be in, the mm-hmm. people you're going to be with, and the situations that you could find yourself in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's not that everybody is easily influenced but those that can have an influence on the situation or the scenario you know how much control are you really in are you driving the car mm-hmm. are you at the mercy of somebody else's transportation are you at the mercy of somebody else's schedule are you at the mercy of someone who doesn't have to be home at night mm-hmm. you know you you have somebody that's that's you know they're a single parent and grandma's watching the kids and they don't have a time they need to get back to anybody Chances of them wrapping up when the bars are closing down are slim to none. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think you just have to look at those things. And I don't want to completely get stuck on this, you know, girls going out thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it, it is so much more than that. I mean, the, the other things that it, it's all those type of situations that, um, you know, men find themselves in. Whether it's, you know, once again, something that seems simple and and normal and socially acceptable. Let's go to Hooters for wings. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the Tilted Kilt. Let's go to Bikinis. Let's go to Twin Peaks. I don't even know if some of these places are still, still exist. I know, but why? Yeah, how is what's that, the point? How is how is that going to benefit or benefit your relationship? It's mm-hmm. not. It's not like period. Yeah, and how. Unless, and you know, and you know that there's some fucking dumb shit woman on listening that's like, oh yeah, I, it benefits our relationship because, you know, he can he can look all he wants and you know come home and doesn't matter where he gets his yeah. appetite as long as he it's comes like, home. Shut comes the home fuck to up! Eat. No, no, no. But what if he what what if he ended up getting? I'm gonna say your husband's ugly. <laughs> A lot of these are good looking people problems. That's that's the other issue. Yeah, if ugly people don't really have to worry that much about this stuff. <laughs> As long as you stay out of the fat biker bar, because that's usually where all the fugly people end up hooking up anyway. Yeah. Well, no, I think that fugly people still have this these problems, though. Yeah. At the fat biker bar. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. Right? Yeah. Am I wrong? No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You don't ever hear like when you hear about infidelity in these these ugly ass couples. It's not the same as when you hear infidelity stories from good looking couples. Mm-hmm. I just wonder. I just think like, how in the fuck did that dude freaking sleep with multiple women? Like, really, mm-hmm. really? Who else? Yeah, but then you look at who the what women other were. what other dipshit other than his wife would sleep with him. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. You look at the other women, and they're they're no prize. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. It's not like he's but then, married but to then a four there and are those there are those guys that hook up with a 
girl that's uglier than his wife because he's not getting any at yeah. home too. The 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 eight or nine that he married that's not putting out in his sex register is a four. Mm-hmm. But the four that'll put out or put out differently than his wife does is is now, now an eight, a seven, or yeah, right? yeah. uh huh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, different driving factors. I know, I know, it is. You know, and and but I think that it really does revolve around looking at and maybe it's not would this hurt i think the one of the more important questions is how does this, how does this help my relationship mhm you know and we're we're very black and white with that type of stuff we we're, mm-hmm. we're that way with with a lot of things we're that way with when we're, with nutrition we're that way with, with lifting we're that way with money we're that way with our jobs and careers how is this helping mhm and and so i think for people like us, I don't want to say it's easier, but it's it's a little more part of, of how we function anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that we have to consciously think about. Right. Um, and that's a problem. It, 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 I think that's the problem that I think a lot of people have is they aren't consciously thinking about it. They're thinking about what's right in front of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to take a guy's trip to Vegas with my with my boys. That's going to be so much fun. Well, how is you spending four days in Vegas going to help? Your marriage. Yeah. Don't ask how it's going to hurt. Yeah. Because you can say, well, I don't, I'm not out there hooking up with, you know, hookers and snorting cocaine off their ass. Mm-hmm. That's not me. I don't do that. I'm there with the guys. Okay. Well, okay. Once again, take the, how's this hurt your relationship? How's it going to help? Mm-hmm. And if your only answer is, well, because every relationship needs space. Oh gosh. I know. You're in a shitty marriage. Yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah. You have to be able to tell me how that's going to help. <laughs> yeah. It's not. That's the thing. Nobody is going to be able to tell you how it helps. Yeah. Best case scenario, your partner is still upset because you spent four days in Vegas without them. Mm-hmm. Is that worth it? Yeah. And if, I mean, once again, if you say yes, then your marriage is not your priority. Like my question is like, why do you want to do all of these things without your partner yeah. that can affect your marriage or negatively impact your marriage because even the best relationships need a little space oh that's gosh. what they'll say oh, that's gosh. the go-to argument that they have yeah but and, the, and the we, thing oh, is sorry. is like you don't if you're in a, a good relationship you don't need that space yeah and that's the problem though is they truly believe their own bullshit mm-hmm. they truly believe that they have a really great high function relationship and the reason it's so great is because they give each other space mm-hmm. yeah and I mean, okay. Yeah, you're wrong. Yeah. We're here to tell you you're wrong. That's what I'm saying. What What's the best case scenario of of these things? I mean, mm-hmm. and, and for men, you can apply that. Well, you know, I my 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 wife doesn't care, or you know, we're going to the strip club. It's not like we're you know going to the bunny ranch. We're just looking at naked women. Okay, best case scenario, your wife is upset and hurt that you wanted to look at another woman's naked body. mm Hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that worth it? <laughs> I know. You know? Wouldn't and, and, you, like, why? I guess, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to look at his wife's naked body. <laughs> but, right. yeah. I, so, say, why wouldn't you want to look at your wife's naked body? You married her. Well, I, there's some guys I'm like, yeah, I don't blame you for not <laughs> Oh, gosh. But that doesn't mean you get to go look elsewhere. No, no. I mean, you got yourself into that I situation. why they do it. <laughs> but they shouldn't do it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you're getting into. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. You know, 
and I think that there's a lot of tit for tat with that stuff. I think that sometimes men are like, well, my my, my wife doesn't have a problem with it because she does this. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to go. I'm allowed to go to Hooters and strip clubs because she goes to you know, Thunder Down Under and and the clubs every couple of months. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you guys don't have a good relationship, yeah. and I'm not talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you not. need to listen. Yeah, you but do. You're, you're on a different plane. You know, uh-huh. we're we're not in the same. People with different relationship values have a really hard time finding common ground because it's like it's like with politics, it's like with religion, it's like with everything. When you're so far on one side of the argument, you you can't see what the other one's coming from. Mm-hmm. And I know people could say the same thing about us. Right, I know. I'm here to say I've been on that other side. Though. Yeah, I know. I've been where you've been. I was the guy that was going to the strip club. I was the guy that was, you know, going out to the clubs with the guys to see single women. I was the one going to Hooters every chance I had on, on a road trip or for lunch. I was the guy flirting with the waitress. I was the guy that did this stuff because I was in a sexless, loveless relationship and I was surrounded by other guys that acted the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Now, I never cheated, but I was not an example of a good husband in those scenarios. Mm-hmm. So I have been on no, the Yeah, because you, if you were a good husband or if you were a good partner, you wouldn't put yourself in that situation in the yeah. first place. Mm-hmm. Your marriage and your relationship should come first. Right, yeah. And I think that that's where going through that in my last relationship and then being in a relationship where my marriage is the number one priority, that changes what you do. Mm-hmm. It just changes what you do. I mean, you hear people say that with other things. Oh, I was I was wild and out of control in, until we had a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And then I said, well, why aren't you willing to do the same change for your spouse? Right. I know. Well, <clears throat> so like what I, and I know that like you and I, we, we feel like we are, we have changed for each other for the better because we've learned and everything for through through our mistakes in the past with our previous partners and all of that and maybe i'm answering my own question already but like what what do you think it what could you tell other people that that it, I, you probably already answered it <laughs> um but what could you tell people that are listening like what is the major differences between those two lifestyles? And I guess you did. You, you, you were having you, you were having sex. You're having sex with your partner regularly now, mm-hmm. and you weren't before, and you were unhappy. Well, it, it, but it is more than that. I, I have a partner now that wants to do everything with me. Mm-hmm. I have a partner now that I don't need a break from. Mm-hmm. I have a partner now that's nice. I have a partner now. That's compassion. I have a partner now that is, um, what was the word we used in the in the high value one? Not, um, hey, you just you go along your. Uh, yeah, I know, I know what you're. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? I know what you're talking it's about. It's not. It's not submissive. It's not. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. It's. Um. Oh my gosh! It's like why on the tip I, of my tongue. <laughs> why am I blanking on this? Anyway. Um. You know, you have all of those qualities that I want mm-hmm. and that meet every check block on my 
list. And yes, sex is on there. And yes, being attractive is on there. And yes, looking good naked is on there. Mm-hmm. But it's still beyond that. It is, it is all of those other things. It is being nice. It is being, you know, sweet. It is being fun. It, it's all of those things. Mm-hmm. And and so I think that... Agreeable? Agreeable. agreeable? Yes, yeah. agreeable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, someone who is agreeable. We don't argue. We don't argue mm-hmm. about where we want to go to dinner. We don't argue about what we want to watch on TV. We don't argue about how we want to spend our time or where we want to go on vacation or where we want to go on date night or what color we want to do this. So everything's just easy mm-hmm. and gravy and goes into that effortless and good relationships don't take hard work mantra that we continually push on everybody. But that's the difference. Mm-hmm. It, when, and, and that's why I try to tell people if you are, you know, the, the, line in the, stand, stand, the line in the sand that I draw is if you can't say all of that, then you're not allowed to say you have a great marriage. Mm-hmm. You have what you think is Better than maybe people you know or Most your people, your yeah. standard or, of a yeah. good relationship, which is probably very low. Mm-hmm. But you're not on the same playing field as people that have that that higher, you know, one percenter kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's because of that. I think that's why we're we're like then leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I think you ain't right. gonna get there with that person. <laughs> I think that's so true. Yeah. Because even if you're like, oh yeah, we're having more sex, but we fight all the time. Okay, bounce. Mm-hmm. You know. I know. But I think to to answer your question, that's that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Is 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 the the quality and the characteristics of you versus my ex? Mm-hmm. And you could probably say the same thing about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I. I mean that that that's that that all one hundred percent completely ties into it, and that's where when I see people on the other side of the argument that that push the you know we need space, we, they don't meet those checklists. Mm-hmm. They don't meet that block. You no. know that guy's complaining about not having sex with his wife. Mm-hmm. She's complaining about you know him letting himself go. He's complained about her always focus on the kids. She's complained about him always focus on his job. They don't meet those checklists for each other. Mm-mm. And so because they don't meet the checklist, there's some kind of subconscious agreement between the two of them where, okay, you can go around, you can go out and act like you're going to kind of fuck around and fool around. As long as you come home, I'm okay with it. And he says the same thing to her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, But they think that, that, that that's healthy and happy. Yeah. <laughs> and we're here to tell you they're wrong. And I, I am seeing people be more honest about one of the reasons... And this this shows how ignorant and stupid men are. I've seen multiple videos about this and things like that um, that are it's just quite funny. Where men, these guys in relationships, are supporting girls' night out because she comes home drunk and has sex with him. She's really yeah. Oh, and wow. so it really is the she's getting her appetite somewhere else and coming home to feed. And when she comes home, maybe she sucks his dick a little better. Maybe she has some anal sex. Maybe there's there's something more to it. So he's like, yeah, baby, go on out. Go on out with the girls. I'll oh, clean the house wow. and be waiting for you. Because he knows when she gets home, she's going to have sex Put with out. Him. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah. I, I've seen quite a few as of late. Wow. So it, it is something that you're seeing more and more. And once again, as we see this develop, is that going to be kind of the new norm? Are we going to see... You know, people are like, oh no, this is why going out with your girlfriends is healthy. Oh my god, our sex life is picked up, and it's the same. It's the same argument when you, you you hear people talk about like, 
Yeah, me and my partner go out together and, and we watch each other hit on other people. Oh, so it, it revs us up and then we have hot sex. And it's like if you if you aren't organically and naturally attracted to one another to where you have to create something to want to have sex with each other, that's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's completely different than like a role play. That's what I was going to say. I was going to bring up the role play thing. Yeah, like, that's, or something. That's if you different. have to completely manufacture sex out of other exterior influences other people i mean i could not imagine <laughs> oh, on what I, and that's something that i just can't comprehend I on know. what planet would you ever get turned on by your partner hitting on somebody else <laughs> yeah i don't know but um, you that, know? that's something that i can't comprehend either and i mean you know me i would be i'd be like no i'm like fuck that uh-uh mm-hmm. Ain't happening. No. No. You like even if you joked about it. No. Really? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. I mean I there there are so many again, like I said before, I'll say it again, there's so many little things that can negatively impact your relationship and I I mean, and, and this goes for everything in your life, period, really. It's not even just relationships. It's like the choices that you make, Is how is that going to affect your life? Mm-hmm. And I think that people really need to think about it. You really have to think about it, understand it. And, and like you said before, maybe you're not going to understand it until something bad does happen yeah but and 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 hopefully it's not bad too bad to where it's uh i don't know what's the word i'm looking for too detrimental to the to to your relationship and and i I do want to kind of say before we wrap up that it i know we spent a lot of time focused on the the going out aspect of it but this applies to like you said with every aspect of your life but for your relationship Finances is huge. Mm -hmm. Spending money on something that isn't for the both of you or too much that was going to put a financial strain on you. How is that helping your relationship? That your partner doesn't know about. Even if they do know about. How how is this going to help your relationship? Getting in debt Uh because we want the latest car, we want the nicest house, or we want the nicest clothes. How is is spending money on those things going to help your relationship? Mm -hmm. How is, you know, going on, you know, a family vacation with... Whoever is going to help. How is, you know, making those, how, how is being completely involved in your hobby, your extracurricular activities, you play, whether it's guys, their addiction to video games, how's that helping your relationship mm-hmm. and, and, and those type of things like that. How are, how are those things helping your relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we kind of circle back to, you know, putting your relationship as the number one priority Above all, I mean, we did a full episode on that mm-hmm. about about your relationship above everything else, mm-hmm. and that that's really what ties into this type of mentality is when you are able to put that up there. A lot of these decisions are very easy to make, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and does that mean that on time to time you get judged for looking controlling or acting timid or feeling or, or looking insecure or mm-hmm. looking like you don't trust one another? Yes, that that comes with it. But at the end of the day, 
Who's happy and who's not. Yeah. Who's happy and who's not. Who's having more sex and who's not. Mm-hmm. Who's enjoying their life with their partner and who's not. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're the, the amount of time and the amount of focus that you put on your relationship is going to equate the level of happiness and cohesiveness that, that you have. Mm-hmm. And when it's not there, like we said before, you, you can't put 100% effort into more than one thing. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. So if going out with the girls is important, if going to Vegas with the guys is important, if you know work is important, if hobbies are important, if kids are important and all that stuff's more important than your partner, <laughs> that's where you're going to see the most success, mm-hmm. not your relationship. Yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have anything else to add at all. I think that... Uh, yeah, I mean, we talk about this amongst each other quite a bit. We've wanted to do this episode for a while now. We've had it on our list, and we just, yeah, I'm glad that we talked about it. (laughs) All right, well, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and on Rumble, and Twitter, on Marriage. And listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks.